This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, here you see him, Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me is my co-host, not Dion Sands for Primetime. What's up? What's up? Yeah, man, it's it's great to hear you, man. It's, it's great to, it's great to be back. You know, it's been a while. It's been about almost a week and a half since we've been doing this. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Well, you know, f- funny enough, ever since they had that side note, they had that Deion Sanders uh, sixty minute interview. I've mm-hmm. been watching like a lot of Deion Sanders shit because when I just said your name, it made me think of it. Well, I mean, he is one of the goats. I mean, you know, he yes. is. I used to just like see him and Chad Ocho Cinco always meet up, and they be like, but they up. can't meet up that, that much now because you know it's a disadvantage. But you know, <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. Yo, would it be fucking funny if Dion could still stop Ocho Cinco with like half a leg? I mean, he. To be honest, he probably could, but. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dion has adopted to having only a few toes, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> it just it just be funny seeing them be lined up. It it be hilarious. But uh, anyway, guys, welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, episode two thirty three. I believe we're on right now. So uh, we got a lot of things to talk about because we have to. We uh, Halloween had was this past weekend, so. We didn't do a full review on it, so I figured, you know, we we do a review about it here. Also, <laughs> real quick, yeah. Since you said Dion Sanders in one leg, I'm watching this thing and Carrie Von Eric came on my screen. I'm like, this man wrestled with one leg, so I mean, <laughs> Dion Sanders can do it. He can, he, he can't do it. Hey, look, you ever see a cheetah stretch before he gets his part? Yeah, this man was like wrestling with one leg. I was like, oh, well, that's he can wrestle with one leg. Of course, Dion can probably beat Ocho Cinco. Yeah. But, yeah, my bad. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, but, uh, yeah, we got to talk about that. We also got to talk about wh- what all this Bray Wyatt stuff on SmackDown means. Uncle Howdy and all the other stuff. Are we still getting QR codes and stuff. Brock Lesnar has returned to face, uh, Bobby Lashley at Crown Jewel. Ace Steel's about to get fired, or is getting fired, and CM Punk could get his contract bought out. So all this stuff and more that we got to talk about uh, today on this show. But first, we got to always pay the bills. Make sure you guys, ch- uh, well, we're not part of Space Philly anymore, but I'm saying, but you guys can also check out the Nerd Coalition's podcast. Uh, this is part of Red Circle, and, you know, we are signed over there. And uh have our podcast up there uh we have the no gimmicks needed wrestling podcast we have the nerd gas talk podcast which i this past week i just put up we was three episodes behind and i just put them i just put them all up and i was just like okay because we're going to work on episode 204 where we'll give our black adam spoiler uh review 
with that and a lot of other stuff. So make sure you guys go check check, check, check them episodes out. And I also want to thank everybody for Prime. Our Michael Jackson tribute show has been one of the most downloaded podcasts on our section. Dope. So they are feeling the chemistry that every house. I say, hey, look, I thought that, that was a good idea. People have been downloading that episode. I think this past month alone, we got over 200 downloads. Cool. So we've been doing good on that front. And also, to also thank everybody that's listening to the wrestling podcast as well, because this past month, we got over 300 downloads for the wrestling podcasts. Ooh. And we missed two weeks, so I, I want to thank everybody for that, and also make sure you guys check out uh, Lady Sketches uh, turntables. And we are in the process of I, we just have to edit, re-edit the shows. But since we're on Red Circle now, I want to put up Drunk Thoughts and Sober Tongue, and then so, so so we can have some of the retro episodes back until we finally catch up with something. I mean, those things were. Those things were a gym. I would love to see how they, um, you know, build up. But, uh, yeah. And also, make sure you guys check out my main man, Primetime, with the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. My man got a new logo going on everything. I love the TV static thing going that you got going on. You can listen to that every single Friday. Prime, uh, since w- we haven't been doing this for like the past week and a half, what's been going on for Fridays with Prime Nostalgia? Um, I mean, I don't know if it necessarily is a comeback, but... We have been putting out episodes, but I did a um, uh, an interview screening with the director of I Love You, You Hate Me. It's a Barney docuseries on Peacock. Y'all should go watch it. It's a nice oh, school. Can Crazy. we? Okay, real quick. When we do, I got to do Nerdgas later. Can we talk about that? That documentary was something else. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. Yeah, it was cool. It was nice. It was good. Dude, you no, know? no, no. Dude, that is like my documentary of 2022. Oh wow! Okay, that thing was so damn. I just on a whim. I, was, I know we talked about this real quick. I did this real quick. I popped that joint on a whim after. You, remember you, you were telling me about you interviewed that guy, yeah. and I was just like, "Yo, this thing is the deepest thing I've seen, and it's the one of the most intelligent documentaries I have seen since." Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah, um, the guy that directed it also did a documentary for Bill Murray called like "The Life of Bill Murray" or something. Yeah. Is it Bill Murray? Yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray. And then he has one coming up called The House From, which is basically him like going inside famous houses. Oh, okay. Or famous TV and movie houses. So that's something to look out for, too. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah so make sure you guys check, check all that great stuff out. Because, oh, you know oh. what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I forgot one. Don't do this. I, know I, Don't I also do talked to Theo Peoples, former Temptation member. Oh, I like Theo. And. And. <sighs> Coming up, eventually I'll be talking to one of Mr. Andy's favorite temptation members. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Definitely not. <laughs> Had a phone call with him the, the past two days. So, you know what? The worst somewhere. era of the temptations ever. I'm sorry. Going somewhere. <laughs> he he does say sound night and everything. Probably I don't know. The we'll worst era ever, dude. I'm sorry. Worst era ever. You say that's the worst era ever, but they have one of the songs that's played every year. You know, this man, this man, this is his voice on Silent Night. That's uh, not your voice. That's Dennis's voice. It's his voice on Silent Night. I know it broke my mama heart. Rest her soul, it broke her heart. 
Yo, I ruined my mama a whole day with that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, that's how Eddie Kendrick singing on Silent Night. She said, hey, I said, no. Eddie Kendrick has his, his version, but the one that's more popular in the black community, that ain't Eddie Kendrick. And she was like, mm-hmm. mm. it broke her heart. That, that, it, it just, yeah. Yep, so, yep, that's where we're going to go eventually. And then we got others coming. Um, there have so, slapping Eddie Kendrick like that. Why would you want that song? Yep. All I, all I want to say is, there's only two people alive from the reunion. And uh, I, I'm gonna, I gotta talk about the reunion. That's all I'm gonna say. Y'all, do y'all hear this content? I know if y'all like more than wrestling, y'all gotta check this stuff out. But I tell you, Prime Nostalgia Podcast be popping, okay? And also, I want to give a, a shout out to my main man Q Flow Freshman Flow out there who just celebrated his big three O birthday. Knees crackling, cr- crackling. Won't go with that little Turned shoulder pain. Dust. <laughs> so, hey, look, I'm proud of you. What you about what? Uh, a couple years of feeling that yourself, ain't you? Yeah, I got that good gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I mean, buckle up. I'll tell you when it get there. Like, ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, just just for that, I'm gonna do a video doing a Teddy Long just to show. Do the Teddy uh, oh, Long. snap! <laughs> Come on and bring it on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> holla at your player. Let me get some ladders out here, players. But yeah, so I, my man was out there celebrating, so I want to give a uh, shout out to Q Flow. Check out his music, where you guys can find music, Q underscore Flow. So make sure you guys check all that great stuff out. So, uh, it's been a lot of things happening in wrestling that we have yet, yet to talk about. I think the first thing we should address is obviously what's happening in AEW because what we knew needed to happen happened and what still needs to happen is looks like it's going to be online for that because um a steel who was uh cm punk's best friend something like that uh was fired from aew because he had to be you he was the guy and no matter what happened by bare minimum a still was going to have to be the one that um you know the one that was going to have to you know fall on the sword kind of like johnny ace with the whole vince scandal thing but even then he won't he's not as missed because he kind of just got there as well so exactly it's like so who gives a fuck right but but then there are talks that after the, the media scrum, it looks like that CM Punk most likely probably won't be back either because there are there are talks about them buying out the remaining years on his contract. Mm-hmm. Also, with you know the uh, speculation saying that look like look, look like they're, they're trying to put a whole kind of long clause on there, a, a no like a no compete clause. I don't know how how they're going to necessarily do it because. This man is not going back. He is not going back. I understand what you're saying. He done already buried Triple H since he's been in charge and all that. Since they've been in charge. He he, he, he buried Triple H and Vince. And even still, this is coming out of CM Punk's mouth himself. He already said that if WWE was to call, he would entertain the idea. And he said he was talking to them, but then they started playing those stupid games. Yeah, but then even I'm talking about even since the Vince change, 
he's said again this is a stupid company and I don't want to be there and it's stupid he's already said that since the since the since the best changeover yeah he said this since then look Triple H uh, not Triple H uh, CM Punk already knows he can bring bridges he want to he, th- th- this man is not going to go back to no indie company he, he ain't going to impact Okay. No, he's not going. Look, I'm telling you, he's not going back to to Russia. He's not going to the end. Yeah, so if he's done with AEW, then I think he's just done. Unless he works like backstage at like Wow or something, wherever AJ works at. <laughs> wow, so him and Tessa Blanch can fight. Is she still there? I don't think so. No. You know, it, it's just, it's very unfortunate because. and But then again. He's not going to do independent, but I can see him maybe doing something with New Japan. Maybe. And I say maybe meaning like one or two shows, Wrestle Kingdom and that's it. If uh-huh. that was the case. Yeah. But other than that, I don't I don't I don't think so. Like but then then again, this is Tony Khan we're talking about. These are all speculations. These are all rumors. There's nothing concrete just yet, but that is the first thing that to be talked about since the media scrum, and that's A still being fired. We know the young boss and Kane are not going to be fired. They got they got suspended and stuff like that. But the question is, what's going on with CM Punk? Does Tony Khan actually have the balls to get rid of CM Punk? I would say yes. And, and the, the reason why I brought that up is because you, you heard about the whole thing with Billy Gunn and the DX reunion, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm just sitting there saying to myself, like, this man has said multiple times how he felt as though that uh, WWE has screwed him over and, and they're not going to treat him like this because he's not Jim Crockett. I got more money than Jim Crockett has and all that shit. And then, according to reports, uh, that when Billy Gunn asked to be part of the DX reunion. At first, he said cool, but he would have Billy Gunn. Uh, uh, they would have to mention AEW somewhere live on television. Like, you know, thank, th- th- thank you, Tony Khan, or thank you, AEW, for letting me uh, be over here or, or kick, 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 it with, kick it with my people. And WWE apparently got back. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. That That seems like nothing to me. No, but you, they didn't say mention. They didn't say say thank you. They could just mention. They could have just said, "I guess you take time to play with scissors or whatever to come here." They could have easily just mentioned whatever and kept moving. Yeah, they I'm, did it before. I, yeah, they but, did it before. So you know. But but what I'm saying is, WWE played games with them and they waited to the last minute and said that that's not going to happen. And Tony mm-hmm. Khan backed out of it. I'm just saying, Tony Khan should have been in the business with them in the first place. You probably was. No, no, but here's what I'm saying. When it comes to WWE, I don't care whether it's been somebody else, and excuse me for burping. But when it comes to WWE, they are a vicious company. And uh-huh. when it comes to competition, they don't give a they don't give a damn about impact. Impact's a threat to no one, okay? Uh-huh. To no I mean Impact's not even a threat to some YouTube channels, okay? It doesn't even matter. So bring in 
Mickey James, you know, to the women's uh, Rumble and talk about the Knockouts champion from Impact Wrestling, it means nothing because it's not going to do anything. It it, it it probably got them probably what another hundred fans. I don't think that was the thing for Impact. I think it was just to see Mickey with another like to see you know, a company work together, quote unquote. Exactly, but A AEW is the is the second. Uh, competition when it comes to WWE. Now, like they are the de facto number two. They are the second biggest wrestling company in North America. So, they look at them as direct competition when it comes to the on the wrestling on, on the wrestling front. So, of course, they're not going to you know uh, go ahead and say some, something like that. Even there was there was some kind of report of them trying to put you know the uh, AEW uh, logo. You know, probably at the bottom of the screen, which I I, I know that was false. There's no way Triple H ain't was going to do that. But I'm just saying. But yeah. Tony Khan, honestly, he knew what the fuck they was going to say, and, and Tony Khan knew what he was asking for. And you know, you got to be a little bit more cutthroat. You got this law, Billy. You over here. You want to be over here, and then that's what that's what it's going to be at. So scissor me, daddy, and call it a day. I mean, I think Tony. <laughs> I think Tony Khan is such a mark, though. Like, he would love to see them together. It's just, he, under the right, sir. He is a mark. If I was, Tim, I would have just said, you got to pay X amount of money. You know, pay me. That's what I would have said, you know. Yeah. I mean, would it be, have been great to see Billy Gunn there for the DX reunion? Sure. I would have loved it. But, uh, unfortunately, that's not, you know, what happened? And the only reason I did, I did like how when his part came up and the crowd said that Shawn Michaels was doing the scissors. Yeah, I did like that. But however, the reason why I brought that up is because if Tony kind of got the balls to just tell Billy Gunn no, or he knew W was going was going to fuck him over, and he already claimed talked about how bad W you know fucks him over and shit like that. I'm like. How much of a boss has he got to say CM Punk? I'm buying out your contract because he's such a I'm mark. Not. That's why. Because CM is look. Let's just be real. It's CM Punk. And CM Punk has brought a lot to that company in the short time he's there. And if they if they talking about buying out the contract right now, especially when, when like I said, when CM Punk has has gotten done partnerships for, for certain things, he keeps talking about how great the Warner Bros. Discovery partnership is. Because because um, there is some news on Ring of Honor. I'm gonna throw in here also. Uh, but you still got that AW video game out there where CM Punk's all over the cover of that thing. Mm-hmm. And what you going to try to delay and make a new cover and t- try to take him out of the game? Yeah, that's kind of pointless right now. I mean, if, if rumors are true and Cody's still in the game, then you can. I mean, I think they can. I think they can take him off the cover if they need it to, per se. But I think he'll just keep him until the game and then release him. Or buy his contract out, or just buy it out. Just say he's on the cover. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yes, it, buy it out. Say, but but because there has to be a reason why he's not coming out right now saying it. There has right, to be that, a reason. The lawsuit still is out, probably. Oh man, but look, it, it, obviously, a little so that that thing needs to be, you know, wrapped up. You know, it, I think the investigation is probably over by now. And it, it is. Who knows? I don't say anything, huh? Who knows? You know, they be taking their time. You know? They're gonna do a whole thirteen month investigation. Stupid they, stuff. Yeah, yeah, thirteen. That's, that's what you know, the, the, the Parkland, the Parkland shooter just now is getting his uh, 
just now. That was what, 2018, 2017? 2012. You talking about, it was Parkland or Sandy Hook you're talking about? No, Parkland. Parkland was 2017. Yeah, he just now getting his just due? Like, it's a long time. Yeah, so. Certain, certain investigations when you have stuff like that. I was oh, about God, oh my gosh, I was, I was, I was exaggerating. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm about to say shit. No, that that right there, Tony Khan. Look, it, it, it needs to happen, and I don't think he needs to worry about seeing Punk going WWE because I don't think that that would happen. I mean, unless he really wanted to stick it to Tony Khan. But but once again, Triple H is over there right now, and they they're just not. They're just not. On a creative standpoint, whatever the case, Phil and Paul are just not going to get along. They're just not going to do it. Yeah, and even, again, even for the sake of business, Punk, they're not going to get along. Punk is not going to, if he's not going to win the championship or nothing like that, he's probably not going to want to do nothing. Exactly. Now, if anything, if CM Punk does anything, any small thing at all, it could be the rumble and that's it. And I don't even think he does that. So, you know, because you know, one thing I know CM Punk is not doing is a one-off. He ain't going to just come back for the Rumble and be like, all right, yeah, I got, I got, it's going to get my legs stretched. Like, no, if they all... No, that's what I'm saying, but I'm saying if there was one thing he would do, I would say it's the Rumble, and I know he's not going to do a one-off. So I'm saying it's like, you might as well just call it quits. Yeah. Understandable. So, I would say um, also... Excuse me, I, I, please forgive me, for, y'all. For keep purpose in this camera. Uh, I got that Coke Zero over here that I've been drinking. But Ring of Honor, we do have some news about the Ring of Honor now because it looks like that they're going to have one more pay-per-view in the beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what is the name of it? I'm not really sure. What is the, it Death Before Dishonor? It could be Death because that's, that's what the usual pay-per-view is. Uh... Ring ROH. Oh, Final Battle. Final Battle. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're having one more pay-per-view at the end of the year. And then on top of that, they are if Final Battle is going to be Saturday, December 10th. And then in 2023, they said that they, they should be having uh, a platform for like a TV show. Me personally... Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more so of a, like something for a streaming service because they, Toy Con keeps talking about how great him and Warner, Warner Discovery is. I can see them having a. There's no point in having a YouTube show. You already got. Like a Lucha Underground type thing? Yeah. Kind of, but mm-hmm. I, I, I think. Yeah, I think it'd be on a streamer. So, what, what, Lucha Underground actually had like a channel, but it was one of those like. you. <laughs> it was one that you had to pay extra for. And you had to pay extra for that channel. I was just like, yeah, no. But I mean, I had that channel, but yeah, <laughs> I did not have that channel, bro. I, I had it, but I didn't know that I had. I was just, I was like, oh, Lucha Underground. I can actually like watch it already. That's why was it this? Exactly. But so, so when Lucha Underground had like, I actually, I actually went to a Comic Con and I bought season two and three on Blu-ray of Lucha Underground. Oh wow! Okay. I did that. I I know. Let's see. Look. People make fun of me for having physical media, but I'm just like, where else other than just like YouTube or Daily Motion can I find like Lucha Underground? If I want to sit there and watch, it was on Netflix. I don't know if they're still on there. No, no, season one was on Netflix, and then they took that off. 
Well, but, but I, I would love for it to come back, but I'm just saying, but even still, it's hard to find wrestling on a streaming service unless you're WWE, and I'm just like, well, if I want to go back and watch the, the, the Lucha Underground stuff, I don't have season one. They didn't have any more season ones, because I was going to buy all three seasons. But I bought season two and three of Lucha Underground, and I I, used, I, I, I loved Lucha Underground. And I was like, if I want to sit back on my 65-inch television and pop in, pop in a Blu-ray, sure. So... I, I'm actually looking at looking at them right now, as I'm looking at them. So, uh, great quality stuff. But anyway, I, I I don't think they're gonna get a TV show. I mean, unless they want to change Rampage into a Ring of Honor show because Rampage is doing absolutely nothing right now. To be honest with you, Rampage. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna have like a TV show on cable. I think it might be a streaming thing. Yeah, and I mean, like the, the first thing the first thing that came to my mind was HBO Max. Yeah. But well, then that's going away soon too, though. Say what? That's going away soon too, though. But yeah, I mean, it, I, it's obviously going to be merged with with you know the Discovery Plus. So they're gonna have that one Discovery thing coming out next year. And honestly, like I said, but that don't mean that content can still stay. That they're probably on Warner Discovery, AEW can have a platform which will most likely be bigger than the WWE platform on Peacock. War Discovery is going to be HBO Max right now is bigger than Peacock. Yep. So having having War Discovery and I I know they're going to make some changes, but they can't make too much changes because of how much that kind of kind of backfired. I think that AEW can have a section on War Discovery like AEW. I mean, like WWE has on Peacock, and or like how DC has on HBO Max. Exactly. Where you can DC watch DC has a whole everything, everything, everything. I think AEW can do the same thing. Where you can watch old, you can watch Rampage, you can watch uh, Dynamite, you can watch uh, if you want to watch BTE, and then and all the pay per views that they have, and then of course, uh, um, what's the, what's the show? You know, the YouTube shows on there, and then you then yeah, you can I, have, not, not that they keep them on YouTube and no, stuff. Oh, I, I'm saying, but you can still put them on there also. Just I think they'll keep on there because that's how they would, like uh, even though nobody watches main event and stuff like that, those are not on Peacock. Got oh, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they can do that, and then on top of that, have Ring of Honor content. Like I may not care about new. I don't like Ring of Honor at all, like that. But if I want to go back and see, like you know. 2007, 2006 Ring of Honor when it was going ahead, kind of going at it with TNA. Sure, I love to go back to go that go to go to that Ring of Honor and see all the classic footage from, from those Ring of Honors and those classic pay per views, and then go see all uh, all in again. So that right there could put competition, and especially if it runs better, because WWE Network on Peacock is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. I hate it. I wish the network would 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 come back, but it is just fucking terrible. And the other day. When I came in, because uh, it was my mother-in-law's birthday party, and then we had to go to the birthday party. Where I came back, I came back in late to watch NXT. I was like, "Let me watch from the beginning." Because remember, with the network, you had that watch from the from, from the beginning option. Mm-hmm. They don't have that on Peacock. You had to wait till the whole event is done. Then you have to, uh, or you could just rewind it. But I don't know how you how that go. How far back you go, bro? Have you ever tried to rewind something on Peacock? Yeah, it's 
the worst. Because every time I do it, it get freezes, it stucks, it resets the resets the app, and I'm just like, what the fuck, really? Like seriously, and don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna sit up here and tell you like I hate Peacock because I watch Peacock, I watch all my Chicago shows, and then uh, Lady Sketch watches her Law and Order shows. I watch Bel Air. I watch Young Rock. I watch New York Undercover. Like I, don't, those are my shows that I love the depth that I will watch them on Peacock. I watch the boring documentary on Peacock, but when it comes to WWE and the wrestling and the way it's the way it is, opposed to how it was with the network, it sucks. Oh, you mean you don't want to you don't want to watch season thirty seven of Rumble? Yeah, that, that's stupid. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that is completely stupid. And, and, and to the point where, and there's no network anymore. Like, there's no, l- let me just tune in and watch, like, the live feed that's going on. And it'd be like, you, you, you remember how, no matter if you wanted to watch, but they still had a live feed. Like, at 2 o'clock, we're having WWE Countdown. And then we're doing. I think they do. They, they still have it? You just have to, I think they do just have to go to it. I can't find it. Seriously, I can't find it. Uh, it's on channels. I believe you go to channels. They have it. I think. But that that could know. be some... That could be a straight thing for AEW to, to compete with that because I would love to go back and watch an AEW pay-per-view because after I see it the first time, and sometimes I, 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 I've only ordered... One pay per view, and that's when CM mm-hmm. Punk came back for All Out. Mm-hmm. That was the only one I ever ordered. Everything else I, I try to you know watch like through a live stream or something like that. But that's the only one I actually spent fifty dollars to go pay and watch that pay per view when CM Punk came back. But I would I would I want to go back I want to go back and watch Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, so right now they do have a live channel right now. Oh, they do. Right now it's Drew versus Roman at Mania thirty five. Ooh, there ain't nothing you lead off with on that. <laughs> What's uh, it's, hold on? What is it called? It's called. Let's see. Uh, the best of. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at the rock's mom in the background. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm on. And I'm on AW shot right now. And I just found some bad news because I'm sitting here looking for. Uh, their DVD section, and they ain't got no DVDs up there no more. Yeah. I think they may have, like, took them down or something like that. I don't know. Or they stopped selling them. I'm just like, but I was like, uh, yeah, I would like to... God thought Wrestle Kingdom was going to come out. I was like, I would like to buy a, a, a damn DVD. Wrestle Kingdom? Not Wrestle Kingdom. Um, Forbidden Door. Oh. I kept saying Wrestle Kingdom. I'm sorry. That's New Japan. Yeah, that might be on New Japan World. I, you know, I know you don't have that. I get it sometimes, when I get it, you can go to everything on there. So I'm like, that's a that is a good app to to have. Okay, so that's all New Japan wrestling, right? It probably is. It probably is. No, because because that's how I watched it. Because that was like either what order the full thing or watch it on New Japan World. And New Japan World is like what nine dollars. So I'm like, you know, I'd rather watch that than watch the whole what sixty. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, and I understand that. But yeah, so that's uh that's the stuff going going for Ring of Honor. So 
we'll see how that uh turns out. Now, I mentioned that I was trying to watch Halloween Havoc, so I figured we can get right into NXT Halloween Havoc 2022. This time, they actually turned it into a pay-per-view or a premium live event, however you want to call it. It's not an NXT show of commercials. And I was just like, about time, because it's about time. First of all, me personally, I think Halloween NXT keeps getting all the good stuff first. I'm like, Halloween Havoc should be a main roster thing. I would love for it to be a main roster thing. Under Triple H, I still think I think that, it fits more with NXT because they can do more. They can be more a silly Halloween thing with it, as you see. Fair. Uh, also, I think Triple H maybe bringing back Starcade because did you hear about Day One? Day One is canceled. I don't think he's just gonna have anything but the Rumble. I mean, it's a possibility, but he's also a fan of old school. I mean, like, there's no desired pay per view at the moment, and I and I understand. Trust me, I understand that you don't need a pay-per-view every single month. You you really don't. And but I don't know if WWE's gonna go go with that mentality because the, that that way you got a you got November and you got all December and you got all of January because the real was at the end of January. I'm just saying. Oh, if, you told Mister Two, you don't think Mister Two Twenty Five can last that long in the in the few? Oh, he absolutely can, but he also. Yeah, okay. I think they can. They can have big, just have bigger rolls or bigger you know, SmackDown to. No, this yeah, is wait, the, the, yeah, yeah, they got to put the effort in those special shows. To be honest with you, yeah, they got to yeah put, put the effort in them, in them damn shows. Uh, but right now we had NXT Halloween Havoc. So this was the, this NXT Halloween Havoc was hosted by Shotzi Blackheart or Shotzi, which she she's been doing like the majority of them because you know she fits the fits the mold of that. And Quincy Elliott, why? But. Mm-hmm. He wasn't insufferable. So I wasn't mad at him. I wasn't mad at him. He, he uh, starts off the show. He calls out Shotzi. And then they say, basically, welcome to Halloween Havoc. She gives a laugh. And her, oh, oh, oh. She does a little yell, uh, a wolf thing. And then we kick it off. I didn't see any of the pre-show. I didn't see any of the pre-show matches that they had on there. But I've seen Sam Roberts was dressed as Stone Cold. That's actually kind of funny. That's actually kind of funny. Uh, and then I seen Dave LaGreca was dressed as himself. Uh, <laughs> Literally uh, had himself on his t-shirt. Wow. I, yeah, I missed all that. Well, we kick off with the ladder match for the vacant North American Championship. Carmelo Hayes taking on Vaughn Wagner, Nathan Frazier, Wesley, and Aurora Masai. Is that his name? Because uh-huh. he's from he, he, he's from XC UK, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, we we, we start off. Of course, Melo had the best entrance. You know, uh, Trick Williams talking, you know, uh, up there in the corner and brings him out. I like how he had in the rafters. He had everybody that was in the ladder match crossed off, and he poured out absolutely like a drop of water for all of them. I, I was like, all oh, that stuff is great. So. Melo is the star, but I felt as though like he wasn't. We we never got a chance to do predictions. He was not my pick to win. I want to say Oro. Uh, that's uh who I was who I was I was either going with him or Nathan Frazier. Those are the, those are the ones I was going with, and I found out I was completely wrong. But this ladder match up was good because everybody in this matchup 
can fly and do something except for Von Wagner. Yeah. Except for Von Wagner. And these guys were sitting there and putting their bodies on the line and uh, had had some good things. Uh, what, some, some, some of the highlights that we had, because like I said, it, it was like all over the place, indie style spots and everything. Uh, Von Wagner... Because he's, he's obviously, when you had these kind of ladder matches, you got to have a powerhouse. So he's obviously the powerhouse. They did the pileup spot. Uh, Aurora was trying to do the ricochet, but messed up kind of badly. Remember when Ricochet first debuted for the North American Championship and, that, and it was an NXT New Orleans, a takeover New Orleans? The one that had Which it was. What Say what? What spot? Remember when, uh, I forgot who picked, who was. He was climbing the ladder, and somebody was uh, tilting the ladder over. He did a moonsault to the outside to everybody else as the mm-hmm. ladder fall. Aurora tried that, but he caught that top rope and hit the apron. I was like, oh, my God, This I hope he's okay. <laughs> uh, there was another spot where uh, uh, Vaughn Wagner takes Wesley because he's so small and launches Wesley outside the ring onto the announce table. I, was like, oh. I said, that is actually kind of impressive because I ain't never seen somebody get thrown. Uh, I mean, the last I see somebody get thrown to an unknown place, either when Mark Henry threw that producer guy or when Big Show threw Mysterio 15 rows back in the crowd. Remember that from like uh, yeah. 2003? <laughs> I was like, yo! Did y'all, did, did, did y'all have a list of indie guys back there to catch right? Because he is he got launched back there. No, I think that was just... I don't think that was plants. I think that was... Well, it could I don't know, actually. Well, it, it'd be funny if it wasn't. <laughs> like, oh, shit! <laughs> yeah, because the way he threw... Like, he didn't just throw him in the first row. Usually, it to be in the first row. He threw him in like the sixth or the seventh or the eighth. <laughs> yes, he lost his ass. Uh... So, with that being said, oh uh, yeah, he, he threw him to him and I said, that was crazy. Then on the side, he tries to pull out this ladder. And obviously, the, 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 the performance center does not have enough space like the main roster does. So, between the barricade and the ring. So, he tried to pull out a ladder. It, I don't know if you saw us or not. There was this fan, this, this black girl that was right there. And then... Uh, she was like talking crap to her. Then he he, he he talked crap to her. But then he tried to pull out the ladder and he, he hit her with the ladder and she fell back into her seat. And the fans, I chan- think she, I think she dodged it. She just did like a matrix. Oh, and the fans were saying, "You're an asshole." <laughs> that was mm-hmm. great. But he gets laid. Robert gets laid across the ladder. Nathan Frazier does a frog splash to Von Wagner across the, the ladder. Breaks the ladder. They do that kind of spot. Uh, Wesley and. Uh, well, first of all, Carmelo Hayes was just doing so much crazy stuff in here. Even when he tried to go f- onto the middle for his springboard splash, uh, Nathan Frazier gets up there with him, or was it Aurora? I'm not sure. And they do like a reverse Spanish fly onto the ladder. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh-huh. These guys out here are killing it. But mostly it came down to Wesley and Carmelo Hayes. And they had like a ladder, that one ladder bridge between the ladder and the ropes. And Wesley knocked uh, Carmelo Hayes down onto it and gave him a meteora uh, down onto the ladder and came back and won the match. I'll be t- I'll tell you right now, 
Wesley was not on my radar. Me neither, because that still makes no sense to me, but we'll see. You don't think that makes sense? He's not a tag team guy no more. He don't have a tag team. I know, but he's not an established, established enough singles guy. To be fair, Wesley has been doing singles matches since, uh, what's homeboy name left? Yeah, I know he's been doing it, but he still hasn't been established as a guy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we, like I said everybody seemed to be happy about it. Him and Shawn Michaels had a moment backstage about it, but I was just like, okay, hey. What, well, because Shawn Michaels knows what it's like to leave a team and be a champ. <laughs> so, look, I, 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 I want to see where it goes from there. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna see where it goes, but I would have definitely would have said like Oro or somebody else. Not definitely not Wesley. Yeah, so the next match is a casket match because it was a spin the wheel make a deal and land <clears throat> All right, I'm out. No, so, so, wait, don't leave yet. Don't, don't, don't leave yet. Because it was Apollo Crews taking on Grayson Waller. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, damn, how much NXT did I miss to see this shit happen? I was like, this is the most Awkward match for these two guys to have. So, but before we get to the casket match, as the druids are bringing up the casket, and they bring out the, they bring out the old school fucking casket. I'm like, why are they doing that? Maybe because of how big it Apollo was so Crews weird because they because they was talking, the lights went off, and they brought up the casket. You know, it's like since they're bringing up the casket, let's go to Mandy Rose. Like exactly because we had to see this whole uh, Mandy Rose going to get her champ, keep her championship. From Alba Fire, who's in this haunted house. I was just like, look, I give Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis pulled it off with that haunted house thing that they did, or the house of terror, whatever they did. They pulled it off. This was a miss, in my personal opinion. Uh, so, Toxic Attraction is in the car. And for, first of all, uh, JC Jane doesn't want to go. But Gigi Dolan was like, you know, hey, look, I, I'm for it's three of us and two and, and one of her. So they go into the haunted house type thing. And it's it's the usual campy stuff. They go in there first and then Mandy Rose was like, look, we need to split up. And, and uh, JC was just like, you don't ever split up. But they did. And then, of course, some, you know, horror stuff happens to them. They kidnap, uh, uh, what was it? JC Jane and Gigi Dolan's at the table talking to Chucky, and then somebody comes out and it's Alba Fire, and then they start they start fighting back, fighting her, and she gets the advantage. And then Mandy Rose is in the room, another room, and then Alba Fire comes up, and Mandy Rose cannot sell a facial expression at all. No, at, at all. I was like, when she came, I was like, if y'all going to go all the way with this, at least look scared. She's just sitting there, like, huh? And I was just like. This is terrible. So she's sitting there fighting Alba Fire, and then Alba Fire uh, beats her down, and then Tasha Tracks tries to, 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 to save Mandy on the outside, but they get beat down. She says, Well, you know how you said there's toxic attraction up here and everybody else? Well, guess what? I'm not everybody else. So she kidnaps Mandy Rose, and now she comes back to the arena. Meanwhile, Booker T and. Uh, Who's the, who's the other guy on commentary? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Vic <laughs> Joseph, maybe, or yeah. somebody? Yeah, yeah, it could, it could be. I was, he was just sitting there just like, 
Well, I can't believe what I just saw. Like, are you serious? Okay, I didn't got to stand it. But then I was, uh, Paku was thinking on Grayson Waller. They had even in the story about how Paku had the bleeding eye because he got poked in the eye and everything. And I was just like, all right. So they're having a match. Meanwhile, when they're on the top rope, Grayson Waller pushes Apollo off and he falls into the casket. Darby Allen style. What'd you say? Darby Allen style. Exactly. And I'm like, by merit alone, isn't that it? Because they yeah, but you got you got you got to close it on them. Oh, that's yeah. You can't just see. Yeah, you got to close the casket on. Well, then, as everybody try to figure out what, what the hell to do, the lights go off. And I'm so like, when I was, I was like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like I said, wait, it's like this ain't I thought, Undertaker. Like Joe Gacy or somebody. It, exactly. I'm just like. Okay, we have Apollo Crews and Grace of Wall. There's nobody here that warrants this darkness. And then when we get up, Apollo uh, Crews... Oh, nobody? <laughs> nobody in this match, huh? <laughs> nobody just warrants the, the, that darkness at all. Oh, <laughs> You might see somebody about Apollo Crews being dark? Why? Why is he the other thing all of a sudden? It, he... Next thing you know, the cask is gone. Apollo Crews is at the top of the stage with druids. Like this is this is really the, as they're coming out with another casket, and he's sitting there like God. I'm like, when did he become Apollo Taker? When did he become <laughs> Apollo Taker? Like this makes absolutely no sense. When he came up with Jewish for some reason, I thought that's gonna bust into the thriller for some reason. I don't know why. So now they have this big, more reinforced type cast. I'm like, why don't you just bring bring a real, like W used to, used to use the real caskets. Like I save the Darby Allen stuff for the Darby Allen stuff, like, like the little wooden pine boxes. But uh, they brought this one out. So now they they're going back and having the matchup. So meanwhile, now it's like Apollo got the powers from the dark, and now he got the urn. He got he, he just sitting there and just waxing the shit out of Grayson Waller. Okay, he just beat the shit out of him. And then uh, he goes he in. Up, huh? He hulked up, brother. He, he okay. And uh, he he goes and wins the matchup. So Apollo Cruz beats Grayson Waller in the casket match. I expected Apollo Cruz to win, period. But I was just like, when I heard Spinner will make a deal, I was like, okay, they probably gonna do a cage or something. But no, they a casket match. I was like, didn't see that coming. Next up, we have another spin the wheel, make a deal, which is Roxanne Perez taking on Cora J. Apparently, they had a pick your poison stipulation for the past NXTs and stuff where they had Roxanne Perez taking on, who was it? I forgot who Cora J picked. And then Cora Aria J. Ripley. Aria Ripley, that's right. And then Cora J had to, had to face Raquel Rodriguez. Gonzalez. Yeah. Gonzalez. No, it's Rodriguez. Rodriguez now. <laughs> okay. It was Gonzalez, though. Yeah, I say, well, look. That shit always, always confuses me. So, but now it's time for the weapons matchup. Uh, the match was okay. It's to say at least Roxanne Perez is clearly the better one here. I like Jorge as the heel, but because obviously. Of, yeah, when it comes to the wrestling, is obviously Roxanne Perez. They go out. Huh? At 20. Yeah, at 20. They go out to the crowd and they go into the the, the the little ten foot high 
podium thing that when that vet showed up. Yeah, the, the one I say the one that vet had to show Gronk that it's fine to, to take a ten foot drop, and th- 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 they're fighting, and then she she Roxanne first about to knock Corey J down, and I don't know how they were supposed to take this bump. I don't know if Roxanne first was supposed to miss and Corey J was supposed to just pull them both down, or she was supposed to just run into her, but it looked bad because. She just runs, stops, and turns into Corjay's arms, and they both—it's like, like she said, "You ready? Let's do this." And they both fall like back. Russian leg sweep. Yeah, and they yeah. both fall backwards through the tables below. And I was just like, "It didn't look good." <laughs> the, the, the way they did it, it just didn't look good. So, as uh, Roxanne Perez, as they try to get up, there are there are these chairs in a pile on the ring. And then Corey J said, you were never my friend and blah, blah, blah. But then she keeps getting hit by Roxanne Perez. And then she says, you were my friend. And then gives her cold red right into the chairs. And then pins her. Roxanne Perez wins the matchup. It was something, I guess. Yeah, but they really like her. And they might use her more on SmackDown, maybe. I'm not sure. Well, like I said, I, I, I like Roxanne Perez. I think she, she should stay in NXT, though. But I do, too, but, you know. I'm about to say, if y'all need some women, y'all, y'all need to do something with the women y'all got, okay? To be honest with y'all. Now, next is the ambulance match. Julius Creed taking on Damon Kemp. All right. You're going to have to say this, though, because I, I see nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? It took, it, I think it was... About a, about two months ago, when somebody was like, you know, Gable Stevenson's brother is already wrestling. I said, where? He said, in NXT. I said, who the, who the fuck is his brother? Damon Kemp. I was just like, you being a guy from Diamond Mine? Because I did not know. This was when he was still a Diamond Mine. And I was like, mm-hmm. I never knew that. I and know they didn't announce it 50 times either, though. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't know that was his actual brother. I was like, oh, so he actually has a tie to the wrestling business. I, I did not even know that. So, okay, so sure, I didn't even, I didn't he's even know still, that. He's still horrible. Damon Kemp? No, uh, Stevenson. Oh, you seen a workout video of his? Oh, from what I hear, they say he's still doing bad. Oh, I know he had some health problems. And he had to get those fixed first, like 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 the enlarged heart stuff that he had problems. No, so aside from that, like actually like working wise. Oh, working wise. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, cause I, I, honestly, by Unless this he gonna time, be like Goldberg, so to my work break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, so. honestly, by this time, I thought he would have been, you know. Uh, on, on TV by now, but I guess especially they gave this man two spots at many two different days. <laughs> yeah, and they, they didn't even put his ass in the draft. Yeah, two K twenty three. You know you're gonna be DLC. So, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Julius Creed. I, I, I look. I have grown to be a fan of the Creed brothers. If Julius lost uh, Brutus Creed had to leave NXT, we knew that wasn't gonna happen. So they had an entertaining ambulance matchup. Uh, Kemp comes out with a steel chair that has Julius on there, and they they, they take everything from the ambulance. They take the whole uh, stretcher and wheelchairs out from the ambulance. I was like, oh, we got a stretcher match within the ambulance match. Remember stretcher matches? So that is what it that is what it is, though, right? 
No, especially matches you have to. You gotta uh, put them on there, and then you gotta cross the line. Yeah, it cross the finish line at the top of the stage. This one, you just gotta put them on there. We gotta put them in the actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You gotta put them on the stretch. You just gotta put don't put them in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I was just like, why not just combine the matches? Yeah, it it just 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 just, just combine the matches. I'm just like, because it's hard to get a, a stretcher into an ambulance. You know what? Fair enough. Because the stretcher match I did to me, it it, it seemed all right, but then I was like. Yeah, push it over the line. I'm just like, I think I think the entertaining one they had was Batista and Shawn Michaels. That that was an entertaining, and an RVD and Randy Orton had an entertaining stretcher match also. Finley and, and Mysterio had a good one also. Uh, so did it, did they they go fight to the backstage because the ambulance is actually backstage because you know it's the PC it's the it's the performance center so you know you can't have it out there on the stage or nothing like that. So mm-hmm. they they go out there and then they rush to the back. He throws. Julius into like this cart thing and rams it against the ambulance uh um thing but uh Julius hits a couple spine busters. Uh meanwhile he overpowers Kemp and he throws him into the ambulance wins the matchup. I like I said it wasn't like a like we've seen good ambulance matches. Shane McMahon and Kane comes to mind. Uh Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt comes to mind also. But other than that, you know, I'll say this was this was a just a just like a typical Aquaman match where they went in there and, and just you know had to have That's all basically what it was. So now we get to the women's championship match: the Mandy Rose taking on Alba Fire. And here, here's why I know like all this build up, all this horror, all this she had to go to her house of horrors and all this fun, and she say she's above everybody else. She get beat in seven minutes. Yeah. Now I'm not sitting there saying, right. huh? Sounds about right. Yeah, and I'm just like, look, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Alba Fire, Kaylee Ray, whatever you want to call her. But I'm just like, but Dan, give her a little bit more than that. I'm sorry, you could give her a little. Y'all could just cut that whole haunted house segment out and put that towards the match. Y'all, they could have had a decent ass match because the match was was a much nothing. Toxic Attraction came out, distracted her. Mandy hit her knee, and that was it. Yep. I was like. Y'all, whatever, whatever y'all tried to build up with Alba Fire is just gone now. So it's gonna be quick because she wasn't supposed to be there anyway. Why? Not, what you mean? Uh, her brother died, so she was like not gonna even wrestle in the first place. Oh really? I didn't. Oh, you talking Mandy Rose? Yeah, that's right. I'm about to say, I don't know shit about Alba Fire. Alba Fire's brother or anything like that. No, I know Mandy Rose's brother. Yeah, did pass away. He did pass away, and then yeah, but she came in there. So yeah, I, I, yeah, she didn't have to do that in the first place. So yeah, she wasn't at first, but then I guess they convinced her or whatever. Well, she probably just needs something to do to keep her mind off of it, maybe you know. And I can understand that too. Main event time, best match of the night: Braun Breaker taking on Ilya Dragunov taking on JD McDonald. This matchup here. Is a damn good triple threat matchup to the point where I was just like, mm-hmm. Braun convincingly almost lost his championship about three different occasions. Ilya Dragunov is a beast, dude. He is a beast. I'm like, because I actually I never watched UK, and the only match I was seeing of him was him and Walter. But now seeing him and he with Braun Breaker and, and 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 JD and all that stuff, it was it was really good. Uh. There was this one spot where uh, Braun Breaker had JD on the top rope, 
and he goes for his Frankensteiner, you know, his dad's favorite Frankensteiner. And as he does that, Ilya Drago catches JD as he's coming down in a sit-down powerbomb. That's oh, the the, uh, the SVR special. Yeah, <laughs> that joint was. I, I, it's, I'm saying, but you know, when you see it like live and it, it works out perfectly in a match, because you know people have botched that move so many times or have tried that, but this one was like picture perfect to the point I was just like, that's when the momentum of the match started changing. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, Ilya Dragunov goes and he starts warming up and he does he, he does his things where uh his his little flying head butt and his finisher. He does all this to, to Braun. Uh, and then he, he goes and covers him. As the referee's about to count to three, JD comes back into the ring and grabs the referee's hand from tapping three. And everybody was just like, You son of a bitch. Holy shit. They were chanting all that kind of stuff. Dragunov was mad. Goes to the outside. Flings his body, you know, dives through the ropes and takes out McDonough. And uh, but then uh, he, he he gives him like 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 the, the flying headbutt on on the floor. But then uh, JD fights back. Then JD goes into the ring, gives Brown Breaker convincing uh, brainbuster. And then, but then he kind of goes to the top rope. Then he gets taken out by uh, Ilya Dragunov. Guy. Now, trust me, I I did not write down every every spot in the match because I actually had to watch the full thing of this on Sunday and Monday. Uh, Dragunov tries to go one, one more time for his uh, his flying hit, but I don't know what the move is called. And then he gets caught with a spear that cuts him right in half by Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker retains the NXT Championship. Great matchup. I know it was a great main event. The, the combo, it, it opened great. It ended great. Everything in the middle was definitely like filler. I didn't want it shouldn't have been like that filler, but it was definitely filler. Mellow needs to be the next challenger for Breaker. Or it's either gonna be Mellow or Apollo Cruz. But I think I think now they're probably gonna take time to uh bring Braun Breaker up to the main roster. Uh, um we'll see what they do. Yeah. So that was a. Uh, Halloween heavy. I, I I I give it about. I give it a slight thumbs up. Like I said, the beginning and the end was the best part. Everything was filler. I don't. I, I didn't need Apollo Cruz being Undertaker. That the Roxanne Perez and Corey J thing at the end was like, what the hell was going on with that? Uh, like I said, the main was Albert Fire thing, especially with the Haunted House stuff. That stuff was forgettable. All that stuff was forgettable. And Julius Cree and, and I was like, okay, it's an ambulance matchup, but it has no substance to it. Especially when Joyce Creed, as I know, they want to they, eventually he will be like a single star, but obviously he's a he's a tag team wrestler. So yeah, with his brother, yeah, yeah. So that's that's basically how I feel about it. So, it was uh, it was uh, whatever. I wasn't really after the first one. After the first match, I was like, okay, no. Let's let, let's just call it spade a spade. When you saw Apollo Taker come up there. <laughs> well, even before was that, because I wasn't even, I didn't even care about it before that. But then when that happened, I was like, "Well, yeah. uh huh." And then Shotzi brought it back, but then that was it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, moving on from that, we uh, let's talk about 
something we get you, they get you to talk about. Remember SmackDown last week? Uh, no. Huh? No. He said, okay. Way to make me look stupid right now. Well, yeah. Okay. You love doing that, don't you? Nah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, when it comes to Bray Wyatt was trying to do his promo, and he had a heartfelt way interrupted by this guy in a mask. And uh, after the next thing, he said, I'm going to finish what I was saying. And after he was trying to finish what he was saying, he talked about uh, at first he was like, like talking to us, but then he was obviously not talking to us. He was talking to that Uncle Howdy guy. That was there. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, there was a QR code that came up, and there was uh, another like video of like these. That, that's a pertaining like like these gray figures that was coming up, like a post-apocalyptic type of world. And then there was like a a thorn, uh, like a a, cr- a thorn of crown. Uh, a, a, a crown of thorns, excuse me. And like this kind of a cap, uh, a hat or something like that with this, like this wrinkled up prosthetic face on there with like a little mustache on there that said Howdy, which is obviously they have revealed, the, you know, the Uncle Howie character uh, to us. We don't know who it is. People are already assuming that we know who it is, but we necessarily don't know who it is. But, uh, this is something that's going on in the weird mind of Bray Wyatt. We don't even know where this stuff is going. Because even when you look at the, 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 the QR code, it has a leak of Bray Wyatt's psychological form. Or basically, like, you know, his psychiatric treatment. And I, don't, I do not have it pulled up uh, with me of what it says on there. But I do know it says, you know, you know of how he has these social issues and, and things like that so it, it looks like we're going to this multiple personality type thing um mm. oh well, actually here it, it's the psychological psychiatric evaluation it has you know uh his name on there then it has his, his birth date of may 23 1987 his client id number this is a phone number that that you can call and look on podcast right now they said uh, we can call it. I'm going to call it. It's not going to be nothing but a voicemail. Probably yeah. Rick Rowe. Oh, oh no! I, I mean, I know it's a voicemail. It's, it's supposed to. It's supposed to be there. But people are supposed to call it. It's supposed to be the voice. I'm trying to hear because I never, like I said, I didn't hear it. But I'm going to hear it right now because okay, I called a number, and this is probably what we're going to hear. That is supposed to be, uh, um, what is it? A song that David, uh, David Bowie made, I believe, that I heard him say it was. Uh, I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm trying to say, but, uh, sound creepy enough, didn't it? And, uh-huh. yeah, so, uh, that's what happens when you call it, when you, when you call it, uh, call that number. And it says, uh, it says difficulty showing remorse or empathy, conflict with social norms, disregarding or violating the rights of others. See, these are the different things that it has on there. 
laid down. So um, I don't know where the fuck this thing is going, <laughs> to be honest with you. But uh, I'm interested. Well, I'm still off for the ride. I mean, you're not for the vibe to say, but are are you not at least the least bit curious about, you know? I'm gonna just let whatever happened happen because all that I, I got worn out from the whole white rabbit. I'm just letting it happen. You got worn out by that that little white rabbit stuff right there. I'm like, I'm not gonna be sitting here doing QR codes every single week. <laughs> I'm just letting it happen on TV, and that's what I'm seeing. I'm not yeah. going no further than that. <laughs> That joke got you stressed, huh? Nah, I'm like, I'm not gonna be doing all this work. It's your job to be doing. I'm not gonna be like, if somebody posted or whatever, sure. I'm not gonna be the one like, oh my gosh, I gotta call this number and I gotta. Yo, uh, I didn't even see any. Well, obviously you called it, but I didn't see any. All I saw was the picture. I didn't even click on the video. I didn't see none of the video. I just seen the dude with the hat with the with the. Dutch Mantel looking uh <laughs> Oh yeah, hey look. I, I I think it's fun. I was like, cause yeah, so I, I called it oh oh no, not me. I never lost control. I was like, okay, this is um this is a, like a lot. <laughs> so I'm just like I, I don't even know what the hell's going on. People was trying to do some uh speculation, stuff like that, but it, you know it's 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 fun when I don't know what don't know what's happening. Yeah, and, and it's how fun when I don't have to figure it out too. It, it's of course you know they, they're gonna bring it full circle. But the question is, where is yeah. this go? Like I, I'm, I'm kind of like, like who the first few gonna be? Like you know when when is Y getting back in the ring? You know I'm curious to see you know d- those well, kind of answers because right now that's not his. I don't be his strong suit every single time. You know, I agree. he's good in the ring. Yes, but his he, he does more character work and. I think I think honestly they should start using Bray Wyatt like MJF like like, like MJ yeah MJF where it's like obviously he's the shit on the mic but he's a good wrestler also but they they, they don't he don't wrestle all the time it's like he wrestles like mm-hmm. once every six months and I'm like they can that's something they can do for Bray Wyatt yeah yeah something and, and he can wrestle yeah, basically like, he shouldn't be on wrestling on Raw SmackDown or whatever yeah he'll wrestle on pay-per-view. Just do what Roman does. Okay, we well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, except it's, for be on TV more. Yeah, be on TV more, and then you know, give give you more QR codes and shit that that you don't like. Oh no. Uh, Brock Lesnar and uh Bobby Lashley are on a collision course to fight again at Crown okay. Jewel. Qu- question, because I, I hate this. Can we please stop saying Brock Lesnar returns? He was here last week, and he going for a week, and he comes back the next week, he returns. <laughs> Can we stop that? Okay. Well, I do know he returned after SummerSlam, so obviously we did that. But uh, yeah, we we could probably stop that. But but he got the best of Bobby. Bobby lost his, his U.S. Championship, and then he comes back out uh, the next week on Raw, and Bobby topped that ass up. You know, he tanned that yeah. ass up. So yeah, man, and by, that that was just last week, but all of a sudden now he's returning again. Yeah. So, do, now, yeah. do you think now, with no title on the line and everything, do you think that they, they'll have a better match than they, than they, at Crown Jewel than they did at the Royal Rumble? I mean, I bet Bob Lash will take them uh, suplexes definitely not on his shoulder, so he won't be out. But, 
funny thing. When he first came back and Lesnar gave him the, the suplex, he took it the same exact way. Mm-hmm. Why right. does he take it that way? Because uh, he, he probably never been suplexed like that before. You know what? Because I really think he has a he has a thing of falling on his like. He, I, it's like because a German suplex, you you don't know where you're going, you don't know how you're gonna land, and landing on 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 like when you the back of your shoulders. And on your neck type thing, you know, can be scary for a lot of people. So I, and I, I think Lashley is not comfortable, especially with how stiff Lesnar is. I don't think he's comfortable falling like that. Do you? Because remember when, like, you know, The Rock would get back suplexed and he would always hold the back of his head as he's coming down? Because I don't think he wanted his head smacking the, uh, the mat. Hello? Yeah. Did you hear what I said? Nope. Okay. So, I said, you know, sometimes people can, you know, when it comes to falling on, on the top of your shoulders and the back of your neck, that can be scary for a lot of people. And I'm saying... Yeah, you- but also, somebody who hasn't done, like, uh, Bobby Lash has never had to take a German suplex, ever. No, yeah, you're right. So... Like, I think that was probably Brock's first time taking a German suplex as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. What well, Bobby do? He's like, oh, shit. Well, actually, no, 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 because he, 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 he fought Kurt Angle a lot. Yeah, so, yeah. But Bobby gave him a high angle fucking one, too. Like, he fell yeah. around the back of his shoulders and his neck. Like, that, that could have went wrong. Yeah, so, like, both of them probably not used to taking this move, so I can understand. Like, if Bobby, if Brock probably did, like, a overpaid belly to belly, maybe. Lashley could take it back, but I'm saying like as far as him, he don't know how to take that back, that straight back bump, but he don't know how to get that angle on it yet. So okay, that's what he just because it looks like he don't even jump. It looks like he just goes and then just like I gotta take it on my shoulder. Like, yeah, um, you supposed to jump back with it, you yeah, know? Exactly. Uh, Brian used to Brian used to jump with the ones like angle used to give him. He used to jump flat back. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's so you gotta you gotta jump back with. First of all, I, that's why I think. Well, first of all. Who is there? I mean, well, honestly, you, you got you got Chad Gable. I think he need to go to somebody in the locker room and be like, yo, can y'all help me take these German suplex bumps? Because and I'm thinking the perfect person that'll help him do that is Chad Gable. Yeah, but Chad Gable one that's be like, yeah, I'm gonna lift you up for real. Like if Chad Gable can chaos theory fucking Kevin Owens or uh or Baron Corbin or uh, he or Big E, he has chaos theory. These people, this that's a deadlift German suplex. So imagine mm-hmm. if he if if he can do it to those guys, I'm pretty sure he can do it to Bobby. But if Bobby if Bobby jumps, we know Bobby athletic enough to jump. And if he does that, he can um, you know, it'll be easier and safer for him to take the move opposed to fall on shoulders because Brock not going to work with him. If if he called Brock like, hey yo, can we go over these German suplexes? Brock like, look. I'm gonna say Sky Swan. I'll see you at Crown Jewel. Deal with it. He need to go to to Gail about yo. Can you help me take these take these bumps because I don't want to risk hurting my shoulder. Because if he does that, he out for another fucking four or six months. That's gonna ruin even more plans. You don't you don't want that for Bobby. Yeah, but I was thinking how whenever we do predictions, whenever we do predictions, but yeah, it's very interesting and. Also, another collision course is Strowman and Omos. Uh, skip. This is <laughs> going to either be the worst 
match. It's not. That, it's going to be the worst match. It, it, it's no upside. So <laughs> there's no upside. You, you, you only yeah. think they could put together a fun big man match? No. Well, it just shown on was it on Raw or SmackDown where it just showed how much it was on Smack how much bigger Omos is to Braun. First Strowman. of all, first of all, <laughs> Braun Strowman did something to Omos, and Omos like posed before he punched him in the face, and I was <laughs> he like, did, he did. "What? He did do that?" It's like he was like. <gasps> Punch. I'm like, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> he did do that, though. You absolutely right. And that, and that made my whole. I had no interest for it, but that made my interest go down. Yeah. <laughs> I have less than a thirty-three and thirty percent chance of wanting to see this match. I so. look. I feel you, and it's it's mostly going to be on the part of Omos and and nobody else. So, because they're going to try to they're trying to do almost what they did with Storm in a big show. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well. well Strowman, Strowman, Big Show was in there trying to do kickups kick and shit. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, but still, they still was making Strowman look more dominant. You yeah, know? I'm not trying to see. But look, here's yeah. here's the problem with this. You already know Strowman is not going power bomb or power slam Omos. He probably can power slam him. I don't think he can. I really don't think he can. This Maybe man, this, this man was struggling with Otis. He ain't power slamming Omos. They probably weigh the same. Omos weighs about 400 pounds. Otis is not 400 pounds? Otis is like 360 something. Well, he might do it quick. We, we it's, like, it's like, you gotta understand how weight works. It's just like, um, because when he did Big Show, Big Show was, was up there still. Yeah, well, Big Show is also a professional, knows how to, you know, do placement. You know, he 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 been working with John Cena all them years. So, yeah. Hip toss. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. So we talk more about the predictions. We talk more about them. I was just, I was just talking about some of these matches that they set up for for Crown Jewel, and I was just like, it has potential because the last Crown Jewel what was it the last Crown Jewel was like the best Crown Jewel that they, that they ever did before. Yeah, because like, they actually cared. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is under Triple H. So maybe it's like this guy a possibility of actually being kind of good. So I'm like, okay, I don't have a problem. With that, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, anything else I'm missing? Uh, when it comes to the wrestling this week, uh, you, you, I'm not actually sure. You haven't started watching the, the Tales from the Territories documentary yet, yet, because people people, people been asking, "Hey, are y'all going to do that?" I'm just like, mm, uh. No, but <laughs> but uh, I mean I, I'm not saying no, but I'm just saying but no, I haven't seen it. And I, I need to do more research because I gotta see who's lying and who's not. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you know you get these old heads and they start talking. And you about this? Yeah, yeah, they definitely they, they definitely you know, don't. One thing that I, they they used the Andy Kaufman story for a tales from the territory. I'm like, you, I want to say that for Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. But they use different tales of the territories. I'm like, eh, okay. Uh-huh. But sure. Because <laughs> basically all these old stories are territory stories, not WWF. Exactly. It, it, it old territory stories. So I do I do understand that. Yeah. Come bring back Dark Side of the Ring. Do uh 
do some other stuff. They're like, I don't know, when Hogan came to TNA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, and just, and just burnt that shit into the ground. Yeah, do that. Hogan came to TNA. Do, like, the Vince, uh, what was it, the money giveaway? Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, the, the money I'll give away. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, do stuff like that. Stupid stuff, man. Well, well then, guys, if that's the case, then that's where we're going to end the podcast at. Because, like I said, we, we talked about stuff. Uh, we probably did talk about it in fully, something like that. But it, it's mostly a recap. And then hopefully then next week we'll go over the Crown Jewel type of predictions. Because that, it's going to be on a Saturday. And obviously, we ain't going to be able to make it on a Saturday. But uh, make sure you guys check out all the Nerd Coalition's content from the No Giving Scene of Wrestling podcast, the Nerd Gaston Talk podcast. And drunk our silver tongues and turn tables hip hop culture and beyond. Check out what Prime Time does with Lee Boy TV on Fridays, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast, which is an awesome show. You guys gotta make sure you check that thing out. Also check out my main man Q Flow and the music Q underscore flow wherever you guys get your music. Make sure y'all got there, y'all be safe out there. Make sure y'all go, go go vote in the next couple weeks. Make sure you got everybody got everybody got a responsibility to do. So go out there and do what you guys can. And we'll be back next weekend. So obviously the break is over. So we'll back be do- we'll back to doing the weekly podcast and things like that. So make sure you guys stay tuned and check all that great stuff out. And like I said, the, the Nerd Gas and Talk podcast should be up tomorrow as well. So make sure you guys check all that stuff out. So once again, this is NC the place to be. Children, Mister Andy, not Dion Sands of Primetime. It's been real. <laughs> And Q Flow, wherever you are at, man, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C.